हेलो डियर लिसनर्स स्टूडेंट्स मेडिकल स्टडीज एस्पिरेंट्स हेल्थ एंड फिटनेस एंथोसियास वेलकम टू द एनाटॉमी एट द आर्ट ऑफ हीलिंग्स न्यू एपिसोड थैंक्स फॉर द अमेजिंग रिस्पॉन्स फॉर द प्रीवियस एपिसोड्स यू गिव मी इमेंस एनर्जी एंड आइडियाज टू गिव आउट मोर नॉलेज इन इनोवेटिव यूज I'm Dr. Rajeshwari Rapata, former dean and professor emeritus and I'm podcasting from Anchor. If you haven't heard about this app, it's very easy to download. Just download go to Anchor FM and listen to my podcast Anatomy at the Art of Healing. You can also send voice message to review and also ask any questions. Just subscribe, download and keep tuned for more episodes. This podcast is also available on Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and many more. So, today we continue with the new system, a new part of the nervous system. So, as we continue let me rewind from the previous episode which i had explained about the parts of nervous system so first the central nervous system which includes the brain or the encephalon which occupies the cranial cavity and contains the higher governing centers it also has the spinal cord or the spinal medulla which occupies upper two thirds of the vertebral canal and it contains many reflex centers secondly the peripheral nervous system which is subdivided into two components one is the cerebrospinal nervous system which is the somatic component of the peripheral nervous system so it includes 12 pairs of the cranial nerves and 31 pairs of spinal nerves 12 pairs of cranial nerves and 31 pairs of spinal nerves it innervates the somatic structures of the head and neck the limbs and the body wall and mediates somatic sensory and motor functions the peripheral autonomic nervous system it is the visceral component of the peripheral nervous system so this which sends on the nerves branches to the viscera which includes the visceral or splanchnic nerves that are connected to the cns through the somatic nerves it innervates the viscera the glands the blood vessels and the non striated muscles and mediates the visceral functions now for understanding this in a better way you need to refer to the diagrams in the diagrams it shows the 12 pairs of cranial nerves and how the peripheral autonomic nervous system is subdivided and how it innervates the viscera glands blood vessels and the non striated muscles and how it mediates the visceral functions the cerebrospinal and the autonomic nervous systems they differ from each other in their efferent pathways so efferent is the one which goes away from the cns whereas afferent refers to those which come towards the cns 
so you can have the comparison of the two systems that is the comparison of cerebrospinal and the peripheral autonomic nervous systems in the cerebrospinal nervous system you find the somatic efferent pathway is made up of one neuron which passes directly to the effector organ so effector organs in the sense the skeletal muscles from which the no the neuron it sends the axon and it's directly impacting on the skeletal muscle whereas in the peripheral autonomic nervous system you find the autonomic efferent pathway is made up of two neurons it has the preganglionic and postganglionic in between that there's a intervening ganglion for the relay of the preganglionic fiber this effector organ that is the viscera it is supplied by the post ganglionic fibers so this is how you can compare between the cerebrospinal and the peripheral autonomic nervous systems then there are the several cell types of nervous systems so the cell types as it is composed of two distinct type of cells that is the nervous tissue having two distinct types of cells firstly the excitable cells which are called as the nerve cells or neurons and the non excitable cells which constitute the neuroglia and the append ependyma which are which is present in the cns and the schwann cells which is present in the peripheral nervous system coming to the neuron as each nerve cell or the neuron has a cell body now here also you need to refer to the diagram which shows all these parts a cell body is also called as the perikaryon it has a central nucleus and there are there is a presence of the nasal granules these nasal granules along with its cytoplasm so two main components the cell body perikaryon with the central nucleus and nasal granules in its cytoplasm then you have the around this uh, surrounding the cell processes which are called as the neurites now these neurites are of two types there are some short afferent processes which are freely branching and very coarse somewhat enlarged and these are called as the dendrites then a single long efferent process is present that's called as the axon now this axon sometimes may give off occasional branches it it is called as the collaterals and these collaterals are of uniform diameter the terminal terminal branches of the axon they are called as the axon terminals or also called as telodendria the cell bodies the somatic of somata of the neurons these form the gray matter and the nuclei in the cns and whereas in the peripheral ner nervous system it forms the ganglia the cell processes that is the axons they form the tracts in the cns and the nerves in the pns so that's how one can differentiate the cell bodies and the cell processes 
Now coming to the exon, only one exon is present in a neuron. And thin long process of the uniform thickness and smooth surface, that's how one can differentiate between an axon and a dendrite. The branches of axon, these are very few and are present at right angles to the axon. The axon also contains the neurofibrils, but it has no nasals granules. It forms the efferent component of the impulse. So these are the characteristics of the axon. Whereas in the dendrite, you will find dendrites are multiple. Usually axon is only one in the neuron. Dendrites are multiple and these are short multiple processes and their thickness diminishes, decreases as they divide repeatedly. The branches, these are studded with spiny projections and the dendrites, they branch profusely and are given out at the acute angles so at very short distances in acute angles is are present and the dendrites they contain both neurofibrils as well as nasals granules but in the axon you won't find any nasals granules they only contain the neurofibrils but here in dendrites both the neurofibrils and the nasals granules are present then these dendrites, they form the afferent component of the impulse. So that's the difference here. Axon forms the efferent component of the impulse. Dendrite forms the afferent component of the impulse. So this is the difference between axon and dendrite. So in the next episode, we will be uh, further discussing about the more characteristics of the neuron and the cell system of the neuron types of neurons further what is synapse and the neuroglia various other cells and the functions of the glial and the epidermal cells and the clinical anatomy related to the nervous system the applied anatomy so this is the end of this episode stay tuned for the next episode